This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creative business owners share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Hi there, my name is Cynthia Clark. I am a palm reading consultant, compatibility expert, and heart harmonizer. And I help people find long-lasting love. I love that. So mm-hmm. tell us, what is the best thing about being in business? I would say the best thing is being able to make an impact the way that you want to. So being authentic in who you are, really understanding, like, this is how I want to contribute to the world and to society and to uh you know, the people that I serve, I, I have the ability to do that by working for myself and having my own business. And that brings me uh, a, a tremendous amount of freedom, which is, you know, for a Sagittarius, that's very important. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also just, uh, it, it's the most rewarding way to, in my opinion, to, to exist. So I, I, I've worked for myself since I was 24 and I haven't looked back since. I love that. I think one of the most rewarding um, takeaways from my experience so far is this ability to figure out what my values are and how I can carry them through in my business. I always thought that it's not something that's possible to do and it's one of the best things about being in business for me as well. Mm, Yeah, it's very rewarding work. Absolutely. So I hear from other creative business owners that they avoid money matters like the plague. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, Yes, I would agree that a lot of creative types are money phobic almost. (laughs) They just don't like to deal with money. Uh, And I would I would have to say that a lot of my clients have also fallen in that category and a lot of, uh, you know, I consider myself a light worker because palm reading is obviously very alternative type work and a lot of other uh, people in that realm, kind of that alternative metaphysical type realm, uh, a lot of them do struggle with money and they struggle with how much should I charge? You know, can I actually get paid for doing something that comes so naturally because it's the gift? And that that is an interesting question. So I, I always tell people, you know, you need to be paid for your time and your talent. I mean, we operate in a society that uses money. We need money to survive and exist and and to have, you know, just to get by. We need it. So it's important that we compensate ourselves accordingly. Absolutely. One thing that I'm seeing a common trend with creatives is they feel that because they love what they do, that's what is preventing them from charging for the work that they're doing because somehow they think that because it's work, they need to hate it to get paid for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's an old limiting belief that needs to be changed. I agree. Yeah, because we should be paid for what we love to do. You know, that's that's where the passion and the the power is. 
Absolutely. That's actually my money mantra for 2020 is that I get paid to be myself. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. And you should, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could go along with that too. Yeah. So what other successful creative business owners like yourself should be on my podcast? Uh, definitely uh, Cheryl Murphy, who is a brilliant psychic medium. Uh, she's in California. And I would also recommend uh, Robert Champy, who is in New Jersey, and he is a brilliant therapist. Love that. Thank you. <laughs> so what is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creative business owners should know? Business owners should know that the more they can learn about themselves, the more that they can know who they really are, the better decisions they will actually make in their lives. And this, this goes across the board, not just in business, but everywhere. So that's why I feel like palm reading is actually so important because it reflects all the different aspects of who you are. And when you understand what that is telling you, it just can empower you to make better decisions in everything. So you can understand your talents, you can understand your, uh, your soul's mission, you can understand what's blocking you and stressing you out. You can understand your natural uh, tendencies and your, uh, who you get along with. And I mean, there's so much information and the more you can gather, you know, don't be afraid to gather that information as a, as a business owner. It actually just helps you in everything. And you can use other tools too. There's, there's many, many tools to find out about who you are, but that's something I, I absolutely recommend for people. I love that. I actually had a conversation earlier today with someone about how I'm starting to think a lot of entrepreneurs don't make it through their journey because it sometimes is difficult to look yourself in the mirror and own the good and the bad. But I think when you realize that when you just see it as a full picture, it allows you to just move forward and kind of use even the bad to get yourself to the next point. Right. And you can look at the bad, not as, not as bad necessarily, but as like, okay, who do you want to bring in on your team who has those skills that you don't necessarily have? And we can't have all the skills, right? So we need to bring in people who do have those skills. And it's just such a great way to, to realize like, hey, I don't have to do everything myself. Yes. It's actually kind of uh, empowering to be able to say, you know, I can't do that. And I, it's better if I get help. Yeah. Or I don't want to do it, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause it drains me or makes me feel icky or, you know, tired. It's like, why do you want to feel like that? No, you want to feel energized. You want to feel excited about what you're doing. So exactly. embrace those things that you're not good at and say, okay, I'm going to delegate that. That's Love perfect. that. <laughs> so now the most important question of the podcast, Kakaya Vasha Lubima Musica, or in English, what is your favorite music? Ah, that is such a, that's actually the hardest question. <laughs> <laughs> I was contemplating this question 
And I, I love so many different types of music. It's just one of those, um, music is just such a, a beautiful thing that nourishes our soul. And it, but I use different types of music based upon what I'm doing. So mm. for example, if I'm working out, it's gotta be classic rock and roll. Love you know, it. That gets me pumped up and fired up and gets me moving. Uh, but if I'm meditating, I need to listen to quiet, meditative mm. music. I love, um, you know, the new age type music with the uh, tones and, and all of that stuff. I love that. Um, in the morning when I'm waking up, I like the classical music, you know, just something gentle like Chopin or Debussy or, you know, that type of stuff. So it really depends on, you know, where I'm at and what I'm doing. So um, maybe a romantic dinner, I'd want like the smooth jazz, you know, that type of music is just so fun. And it can play in the background without, you know, getting, you know, obnoxious. I love that. A time and place for the right music. Yes. So that's my answer on the music. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Cynthia, for being on. What's your website so people can find you? Uh, yes. Uh, they can go to loveinyourhands.com. And they can get started. I've got a free five-day challenge on aligning to your soulmate. So if you're looking for your soulmate, um, it's really fun and free. Love that. This is Olga Kirschenbaum with 9 Minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creative business owners share their wisdom in nine minutes. Make sure you check out my blog at ragsrichesconsulting.com. For money insights you haven't heard before.